Welcome to hashtag that Asian I see. I'm Victoria Salvat and I am an instructional coach in Greenville County. Greenville, yeah, that Greenville. I'm also an organizer for EdCamp Greenville. In this episode, we're going to talk with some of the EdCamp members, Shasta Looper, Hamilton Parks, and Sloan. The four of us have started podcasts, and we're excited to come together to actually talk and have some organic conversation. These guys are from my personal learning network, the PLN. We're going to talk a little bit about that and just introduce them. And then we're going to start talking about growth. And as educators, growth is a huge thing. It's sometimes just a buzzword, but it's real. And listen to what our thoughts are as we bounce ideas back and forth. Hey guys. All right, we're here with EdCamp team. It's Victoria here. Shasta. And Hamilton. And Sloan. And we're super excited to come together to actually talk and just have this organic conversation. We're kind of like, what are we talking about? But you know what? It usually turns out into something pretty awesome. So um, I thought, you know, these guys really helped me take care of my brain and just the things that we talk about. And um, they're just a really great support, a great personal learning network. Any thoughts, guys? So for those of you that are not educators, a personal learning network or a personal learning community is just a group of people that have like a common goal. And so our common goal is education in general, whether it's supporting teachers, students, parents, um, changing what um, is considered traditional education and stepping outside of the box. We each do it differently, but we're all working together with the same goal. And I think this is a really authentic PLN because we come together by choice. We are not forced. And so typically your PLN or PLC happens within your school building. And um, we come from all parts of the upstate of South Carolina. And y'all put me on the spot. So of course it's going to be difficult for me to to chime in. (laughs) But um, I think that that one of the best parts about it is our diversity and that we do come from so many different areas and that we touch different um, different sectors in education. We've got support staff, we've got administration. This afternoon we are going to go and um, support one of our teammates who is going to be named Principal, so that's super exciting. Shout out to Leah Stafford. Um, But we've got people in um, various districts and it just gives us a different type of perspective when we are um, looking at education as a whole, but we get to see it through so many different lenses. And I think like what's really neat about us is that um, we get what we're all going through because of education. Mm-hmm. But again, right. like you said, it's different lenses. So I might think one way, but somebody has a different experience. Um, and then it makes me go, it's that aha moment that I've never even thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, Sloan, you guys, you always have, I cannot wait, just a little shout out, you might hear this podcast in like a later podcast of hers. Together, I think we are probably, what, maybe 50 years of experience as educators in this room, 
Talk to me a little bit about your growth experience as an educator, because I know we didn't all start from here. So where did you start? I am not the same person in the classroom that I was now in comparison to who I was before I had my son. That changed Mm -hmm. me. That made me see things differently. Um, When I first had my son, my husband was in grad school in a different state. And so during the week, it was just me and my son. That changed my perspective on the struggle Mm -hmm. of a single parent. Because at least I had somebody coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to relieve me of those motherly duties for me to do things personally. Mm -hmm. But I started to think even deeper, even though both of my sisters were single moms, sometimes you don't have to go in it. You you can't understand it completely until you're in it. Mm -hmm. What about those single moms that have no relief? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, that changed the way that I facilitated PD, how I treated children, how I treated parents. And if someone were to judge me today, I've been in this, in education for 16 years, if someone were to ed- to continue to remind me of who I was my first year teaching and the mistakes I made and the comments that I made and my attitude towards kids that were difficult and mm-hmm. parents that weren't very nice to me, if you judge me based on that, then I would not be on I would not be doing this podcast. I would not be on Ed Camp Greenville. I would not be in a leadership position. But what I will say is that those mistakes have not been consistently made over that time period. I have changed and my reputation has shown that I've changed. So I think that I should be relieved of that. If I still did those same things over and over Mm -hmm. and had a pattern, but kept apologizing, that's something totally different. And we see that all the time. I think you said something important, that consistent change. And so right. when you consistently see a child making an effort to make a, or not even just a child, anyone, to consistently and intentionally make an effort to change a behavior, mm-hmm. you have to give grace. Mm-hmm. And I think too often we, I mean, I've been guilty of it early in my career too, that we make an assumption that just because a child has consistently made these bad decisions that they're going to consistently do that. So are we giving them room to grow out of that? And are we giving them the tools to grow out of it? Or are we just expecting them to grow out of it on their own? That's good. I think of myself as an educator too, and just kind of popping off of what you're saying, Sloan, that I actually feel like I'm a, I hope to think that I'm a better coach because of the mistakes that I've made, because I can, Mm go to teachers and I can remember the things that I've done wrong and say, I'm with you. Like, I get it. I know why you might not have thought this way. Um, but let's do it together the right way. And I always, I always think back to that. Like, where was I from? What, where were my beginnings? As a first year teacher, management was a hot mess for me. I mean, I remember, I clearly Hot remember, yes, clearly remember those five-year-olds running around the room, literally climbing the walls. I had nine-year-olds running around the room climbing the walls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I didn't really get it till my principal was like, so I think we need to work on classroom <laughs> management. But actually, even still then, I think it took a while for, for it really to sink in, but you know, just that process is. But you know, I think it's one thing, and we've said this a couple times. Um, 
not on the podcast, but today in our polos, Mm -hmm. um, that when you know better, you do better. And I think one thing that we fail to understand, you know, in talking about, you know, whether we're talking about adults or children or parents, or parents, we have to give a, a little bit of grace to whether or not they do know better. And I feel like sometimes, especially with children, we don't allow our we don't we don't take the opportunity to teach them in order to allow them to know better. That's right. Some and so many of our kids come from different homes. Like I, I think we had a conversation on Marco Polo um, with Kelly talking about moving down here from the north and how. Um, she didn't have her kids say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we're in the deep South and, you know, me being from here, like I knew no other way. And right. so I would have got backhanded if I said <laughs> something different. Um, but, you know, she she learned and had to assimilate. And even though it's not something that's cultural culturally accepted necessarily in her house, her kids do it now because they know better, you know? And so when you have that expectation and you have that lesson and you give kids or you give anyone the opportunity to grow, and that's what we're all here for, um, then you can have that sort of expectation. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure always a pleasure so much fun to be around you and every day you guys just blow my mind and help me think outside of the box so thank you so much to Shasta Hamilton and Sloan you guys are awesome follow them on their own podcast too you've got the teachers loop EDM engagement does matter and soon greater than me by Sloan Thank you guys for joining me at hashtag that Asian I see. See you soon.